Hello, Mama! I hope your day is just beautiful and bursting with joy and sunshine. I'm a little bit full of sunshine myself today. Hopefully I don't get a little too hyper over here. Probably will make me talk even more, which is always a problem. Um, but I'm just, for the first day in months, feeling completely like myself, and I just feel so good. I've missed feeling this way, and I don't know if it's going to stay just with this pregnancy. I've just been so back and forth, and not even that it's been like physically, more mental uh, kind of struggle and exhaustion, and it's been so strange. So all that to say, I'm going to enjoy it while it's here. I don't know how long it's going to last. I'm praying maybe this is a turn of events, but you know, you never know. So I'm excited to be coming to you today, extra excited because I'm just feeling so good. And today I'm excited to dive into the topic of what to do when you feel bored in motherhood or if you feel burnt out. And I just have some ideas and it's a perfect one for today since I'm so bursting with joy because I want to help you uh, navigate this because I don't believe that motherhood is boring. And I know that burnout can come easily, but I don't believe that that's what, where we have to sit or how, where we have to stay. And so I have some steps for you, um, super practical that you can go and take. It's going to be more steps than you even need. You're probably gonna have to pick and choose one or two because I have all kinds of ideas for you about what to do. So I hope you're excited. Uh, I hope you're having a great day. Hey, a uh, reminder as always, if you're not in the Facebook group, make sure you come and pop in. We love seeing your face over there. Lauren is the main one that heads it up and she is such an amazing gift of encouragement and she's just been pouring into everyone over there and I pop in there too. Um, and it's just such a great place of community for people, for mamas, just like you that are walking through this crazy life. So just make sure you get in there. Uh, you can find it at bit.ly, that's bit.ly slash Morning Mama Facebook group. Uh, or you can search in Facebook for, I think, Morning Mama Collective, things like that. And yeah, I'd love to see you over there and learn your story. And also a lot of the answers or a lot of the questions I answer on this podcast come from people's responses when they join the group. Like today, I, this was a while back. I didn't, um, I don't remember exactly who wrote this and I'll never say your name anyways, but I, someone mentioned at some point that they felt bored in motherhood or asked what to do about it. And so today I'm answering that. And so that's what happens when you post, um, when you enter the group, you get to answer a few questions and you can answer what your biggest struggle is. And oftentimes those become the topics for the next podcast. Um, you can also just pop your ideas into the Facebook group and, uh, Lauren will make sure I get them if I don't see them myself. And so those are great ways to actually, for you to directly be connected to the content that is happening on this podcast. So I uh, would love to see you over there. And uh, without further ado, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome to the Morning Mama podcast, where it is time to wake up to the life you were created for. Come join me on a journey to heal from your past, craft a healthy, joy-filled life, and discover the gifts and passions inside of you that the world needs. Hi, I'm Brittany, a former marriage and family therapist who is ready to help you grab hold of your courage, step out in faith, and discover that your life can become more than you ever dreamed possible. This is Morning Mama, a place for you to throw off all that has been holding you back and run into true freedom. All right, Mama. So today we're answering the question, 
What to do when you feel bored or burnt out in motherhood. And I don't know exactly who wrote this and what their story is and what their situation is. Um, I imagine potentially the person that wrote about being feeling bored. I imagine you might be a stay-at-home mom. Um, I think that you know, that can lend to feeling bored with things. Um, and and when, when someone says bored, I think we all know that doesn't mean you're not um, consumed with too much to do, right? Like we all know as moms, there is always going to be more than enough things for us to put our hands to. So that's not exactly what we're talking about here. It's more talking, I think, about fulfillment, about purpose, about um, finding that that breath, that joy, that fresh wind inside of our motherhood. And so that's what I want to talk to today. And that's why I added kind of this uh, component about burnout, because I think that that phrase might relate to more of us that just feel, you know, like we're just going through the motions. We're just getting through every day, trying to check all the boxes, trying to do all the things, doing the best that we possibly can. But we don't feel that joy. We don't feel that fulfillment in the middle of our motherhood. And I believe now, well, first of all, there's going to be hard days. Like it's not all going to be peaches and cream and perfect, but I don't believe that that, um, that staleness, that burnout, that boredom has to be the definition of motherhood. I actually believe it's one of the most exciting things we ever get to do along with one of the most challenging things. But actually, I think that is um, often true in our lives, almost always true that the most challenging things are, are the most exciting things, the, the most fulfilling things. And so motherhood is that as well. Even if you're someone that isn't feel like this is your biggest calling in life, even if you're someone that like, you know, you know, you want to be a mom and you know, you know, you love your kids, but you find more fulfillment and purpose outside of parenting, which is okay. You know, God creates all of us differently. But even for you, I do believe that God wants to spark some things inside of you in the midst of motherhood and he wants to bring fulfillment there. And so I hope today I can kind of unpack some ways to help you unleash this joy and unleash this fulfillment fulfillment that can be found right in the middle of motherhood. So I have five different categories for you to find this joy, to seek this fulfillment. Um, and it's so cool as I was mapping them out, they perfectly fell into, uh, is it the acronym? What is it called when everything starts with one letter? Um, anyways, they fell into A-E-I-O-U. And I was so excited about it. So we're going to go through A-E-I-O and U. Got our vowels going. I should have added in sometimes Y. Oh, I probably could have added another one. That's okay. <laughs> this is great. So A-E-I-O and U, these are ways, different approaches that you can take to find this joy fulfillment in motherhood. Get out of that boredom. Get out of that burnout. And, um, you know, for each of you, one might resonate more with you than the other, uh, depending on where you're at in your motherhood depending on the age of your kids, depending on what for you is getting in the way of this, this fulfillment and joy. So I hope that you will find one that really just sticks out to you that you're going to pursue. Make sure you have a notebook and pen so you can take notes and get ready to apply this to your life. It's one thing to listen and to feel encouraged in a moment, but you have to take the next step and apply it practically uh, into your life so that you can actually see that change happen. So I hope that is true for you. Um, here we go. Okay. A. So I'll go over all of them first. A is for adventure. E is for enjoyment. O is for, wait, I missed one. I is for improvement. O is for opportunities for connection. I kind of cheated on that one a little bit. 
<laughs> and the U is for you. I definitely cheated there. Y-O-U. So we'll go into all of these. And, you know, with these two, you can treat these uh, steps or these, um, they're not necessarily steps, more kind of categories. And you can treat it like a checklist or like a scoreboard, even if that helps you. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think sometimes one of the things lacking in motherhood that makes us feel that lack of fulfillment or that lack of purpose is because often there is such a lack of um, tangible progress. We can't see what we're working on. We don't get to just submit a report. We don't get to see how many clients we get. We don't get to see the income. Like there's not, not a lot of these tactical, tangible um, measures of outcomes that we would get at a normal job. And so I think it's okay to create those for yourself. If that's, especially if that's your personality and that kind of is, you know, really your heart beats faster when you're creating a checklist and you love that, like, don't be, don't feel bad about making these kind of things into that kind of checklist. Now with any checklist, you know, we want to make sure our heart is behind it. We're not just checking through it to, you know, get it accomplished. But at the same time, there is something amazing about that accomplishment. And that's not a bad thing. So totally treat these that way if that helps you. So let's dive into them. Okay. The first one is adventure. Now you've probably heard me talk about this before because it's something I am so passionate about, but looking for ways to find adventure in your motherhood and and take your kids on adventure. And maybe, you know, when you think of this, you start thinking of exotic trips and, you know, um, going to Disneyland and SeaWorld and I don't know, whatever theme parks you have around in your area and big elaborate road trips and like, okay, so it can be all of those things. Sure. But it absolutely does not have to be. Adventure can be found in the most mundane of things. But what what it is, is doing something a little bit different. It's something that you're not used to doing, something you don't do every day or every week. It's kind of pushing yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone and trying something a little bit different. So if you haven't heard me talk about it, like things for us that that do that for us are a picnic. It is so simple. It can be literally free, right? Because you have to feed your kids anyway. So you just pack up whatever you're going to feed them and you take it to the park or even in your backyard, like literally can be so simple. And it just feels more adventurous. It feels exciting. It just gets you out of that slump of being stuck inside all day. And this is, you know, this is for a stay at home mom, but it could also be for dinner, you know, after you get home from work and, you know, usually you, you get home and you cook the dinner and you sit at the table and, you, and then you put the kids to bed and, you know, you get stuck in that routine. You could do the same thing for dinner and you can even pack up a hot meal and take it somewhere. Um, there's, there's no limit to what you could do here. And that's just one example, but I want to, it's such a simple example. I want you to see that and think about what you enjoy or what feels adventurous to you or your kids, because it can be the simplest things. Some other things that for us do give us that sense of adventure or is going on a hike. Um, You know, my kids are pretty small, so we can't go too far, but I love, I grew up in Colorado, so I love hiking. And I love the idea of getting my kids out there and being adventurous. Now, I am not, I have a friend that you know, still lives in Colorado. In fact, she's an elopement photographer out there. She's incredible. If you need someone taking elopement shots that are beautiful in Colorado, I got your girl. Go check out Rachel Beckwith Photography. She's amazing. Anyway, she's super hardcore and takes her kids, her three kids on crazy hikes. So we're not at that level um, and, you know, probably never will be and that's okay. But we find somewhere to go hiking and we just set out. 
And often we'll bring a picnic, you know, kind of tag those together. But it just feels exciting to be in the wilderness, even if we only get half a mile. Like it's still so fun. And we find sticks and rocks and look at trees and birds and bugs. And it's just, it feels like such adventure. Obviously, depending on the age of your kids, like if they're teenagers, you can, you know, go a lot farther and go a lot higher into the mountain. So that's even more exciting. But every age this really works for. Some other examples of adventure I thought of um, is cooking together. Now, this is one I'm not especially good at and don't feel as passionate about it. I, you know, when I do try this and I try and do it sometimes, but it doesn't necessarily light up my adventure light. (laughs) It's a little more stressful for me because I'm just not a big cook anyways. But I think for some of you, that might be exciting is getting your kid to learn and do it together. I mean, you could even take a cooking class together and learn something new together. How cool would that be? Um, Along with that, you could take an art class together, especially, you know, actually really any age. Um, But, you know, even especially as they're getting to be teenagers, something you guys can both learn together and both try and maybe fail at together or succeed. But having that, that new learning experience together can be really fun. And then you guys can continue that art together or that cooking together. Or even another idea is taking a class at the gym together. I know some uh, mothers and daughters that do this, and I think it's so cool that they go and they take a class together at the gym, and that's such a cool experience to teach your kid about fitness and exercise, but also get to do this with them. So those are some ideas. This is obviously not a extensive list. Like you could think of a million more things depending on your personality and depending on where you live in the world and depending on what your kid likes and their age. But just think outside of the box a little bit. What would push your guys's comfort zone just a little bit? What would be a little exhilarating? What would just be unique or different? And maybe you don't know if you like it. So if you just think, well, I don't like any of those things and I can't think of anything I do like, just try something. Pick one. Even if you're like, I hate picnics, like try it and see what it feels like. Maybe you will hate it and maybe you'll be surprised. Like, wow, that was actually pretty exciting. Okay. So that's the first one. Adventure. Figure out ways to find adventure because I know for me, when I'm having a a boring week or a boring day with the kids, it's because I've usually been stuck inside and I haven't gotten out and I haven't pushed us. I've just been like, oh, oh, they're content playing here. So we might as well stick around that way. I can, you know, do these dishes and I can kind of just take a breather and, you know, but then I get into that feeling of boredom or burnout. And so as soon as I push myself and get out of the house and go make something a little exciting happen, I feel so refreshed. So, okay, try that. Adventure is number one. All right. Number two, enjoyment. So for this, this is what do you enjoy doing? And specifically, what do you enjoy doing with your kids? I think sometimes as moms, we can easily fall into this trap of, well, what does my kid like to do? Let's go with what they want to do. They like this. They like this. And we just go with that all of the time because we're trying to be selfless, trying to be good parents and, you know, just follow their lead. But I think what happens with this, and it's good to do sometimes, like, you know, if we're talking about play, um, it's good to let our kids sometimes choose and let them lead the play and let us just kind of follow along with it. But when we do this all of the time, no matter the age, I think we end up not fully showing up as ourselves, as our full selves, because 
when we're not in that space of delight and enjoyment, there's a part of us that's missing. And we can fake it for a little while, right? Like we all have to do that sometimes when we're having to play these, you know, especially with littles having to play uh, like Paw Patrol or whatever we're playing, pretend it's, you know, doesn't always light me up. And so we can do that for a time and that's fine and that's good. But there is a different level that we bring um, that we're more fully present when we are fully invested, when we're fully enjoying it, when it's something that we love to do. And the thing is, it's okay if your kid doesn't love it. Now, I know you got to figure out a happy middle because I know there can be some battles in there and you might actually easily get triggered in those moments because you're so excited about something and you're like, I'm going to present this to my kid and I love this so they're going to love it and then they don't or they're just not really open to it at first and so that could easily be triggering and so make sure you're going into this space kind of aware of that and knowing that and prepare yourself that they might not love it and that's okay but it doesn't mean you don't press forward because they might need to learn how to do something that someone else likes. Like that's a good skill for them to learn. And a lot of it might just be because they think they don't like it or they've never tried it or they had these preconceived notions about what it is or, you know, whatever. And so if you just stay calm and you don't get too high of expectations, introducing them to something that you do like can be great. And it doesn't have to be something, you know, so far off that that they've never tried or they don't like. It can even be selecting between things that they already do, but you're focusing on some of the things that they that you enjoy and they enjoy. So for a specific example, just to not get you lost in your head, uh, you know, with my little kids, I can play pretend and I'll do it for a time and every once in a while it'll light me up and it's exciting and it's fun for me too, but most of the time it kind of drains me. But what I do love to do, a couple things, is one, reading to them. I can I can just read to them all day long. I love that. And they love that too. And so that's something that, that we can both be fully present in. Um, or if we're getting to play with water in the backyard, that's something I love to do with them and they love to do that. Um, I've already shared some of the others like hiking or picnics. We, we both love those things. And so figure out, you know, the things that you guys both love and you can try introducing them to some things that, you know, maybe they haven't tried, but make sure you're paying attention to what you love and don't just ignore that or put it to the back and not have it happen. Like make sure it's something that you do regularly, daily with them because you're going to be more present when that happens. Okay, that's number two, enjoyment. All right, number three, improvement. All right, so now I don't know if this is just my personality type. So maybe not everyone listening will uh, appreciate this as much as I do, but I love improving things. It is like how my my heart beats. Like I love every part of it, even things that I don't enjoy, like cooking and cleaning. If we're talking about how we can systemize things and and, and improve how things go and and get us healthier and get our house more uh, functional and blah blah blah, all those things, I get so excited. I love that stuff, even though I really don't like cooking and cleaning. <laughs> and so when we're talking about improvement, it lights me up. And so I don't know if, if that's you at all, if there's even like a little bit of you in there that loves to improve things, then if so, then this one is for you. And what happens with this is that it takes, you know, we we're kind of talking about this earlier. It takes this 
very intangible task of motherhood where there's not these specific outcomes that we get to see and we get to feel progress and we get to feel proud of these moments and kind of reflect. And it it turns it into something where we can see the progress and we can reflect and we can create kind of more structure and systems in this. And so for me, that helps me greatly when I'm feeling so lost in the muck of things you know, especially when we're talking about kind of these other aspects of motherhood, like cooking and cleaning, right? These these other things that we often have to do along with our, our parenting and our relationship with our kids. And it really takes everything in motherhood because it could also be our relationship. Like we can also take our relationship and focus on it and figure out how we can improve it and and systemize that as well by saying, okay, we're going to, you know, every Tuesday, we're going to go and get ice cream together so that we can go on a walk and have a talk and have an opportunity to connect, um, you know, whatever that is. But essentially what we're doing is we're taking any component of motherhood and we're making it into a challenge. Okay, how can I get better at this? How can I improve this relationship, this situation, this thing that I don't enjoy? How can I make it into something better? And I know that for me, like I said, that question excites me and that process excites me. Like, you know, some examples, maybe for just like me, you don't like cooking. And so maybe I could at some point, and I hope to reach this point at some point in my motherhood, maybe when my kids are a little older, where I'm like, you know what? I am going to learn how to cook really well and, and enjoy it. Because I can I can follow directions. I can make something fine, but I don't enjoy it. It's not exciting. you know. So I, I, if I took cooking classes or started watching cooking shows, I'm sure I could get to a different place with cooking and be more excited about it. And so I could take something like that and make it into this area of of focused improvement. And that can really just kind of uh, bring some of that excitement into motherhood where you get to see the progress. You get to see those steps taken. You get to challenge yourself to be better. You get to learn. And all of us need to be lifelong learners. And that's one of the things that can help us stay fulfilled and stay filled with purpose and fulfillment. So keep learning. You can also challenge yourself by trying to make healthier meals. So learning about nutrition and figuring out how to cook things nutritious that your kids are going to eat and taste really good, you know, so you can challenge yourself by, you know, each meal getting a little bit more healthy or, or going on a whole, um, journey of this learning about how to cook healthy and learning about what that looks like and make this the whole goal. Another area you could do is cleaning. You could figure out a schedule. You could get everything, you know, really figured out. You could figure out how to do it with non-chemical cleaners and really get into the natural scene. You could even train yourself how to clean. I know when I was first a mother with my first son the first year, I did an online course about how to clean and how to create cleaning routines. And it was a game changer. And it was so fun for me and exciting. And it really was helpful. So there's really any area that you can do this with and it gets exciting And it becomes this cool project you get to progress on and see the results of that. You could also declutter. I don't know if you've heard me talk about that, but it is a game changer. And this is one that you can easily do with your kids. And actually, it's important to do 
it with them so that they can learn this and they can have some thought in it all. So that's a cool one that you could, you know, have be a, a mutual project. I mean, any of these, again, could be with your kids as well. Learning to cook, cleaning, getting on a cleaning routine, teaching your kids how to clean. There's so many areas like this that you can make these little projects. And I want to talk to you, those of you that feel overwhelmed by this, those of you that are like, I don't know how to create a system. I don't know where to begin with all of this. How would I really get excited about this? I don't know the first thing about it. That's part of my problem is I don't even know how to do this kind of thing. And I want to remind you about the best solution I ever found that I love to share with you because it really changed my life and it's changed lives of my friends and other people that have taken it. It's the Systemize Your Life Academy. Um, Chelsea Joe is the one that runs it. She has a podcast. Even just starting with a podcast is super helpful. But really, her course, Systemize Your Life, is such a game changer. It tackles every area of your life and how to systemize it, including even your marriage and your business. It's so incredible. So maybe taking that course could be your project for improvement. And really for me, anytime I've taken some kind of course or class, it does really fire me up and really helps me have that fresh wind in these different areas of my motherhood. So I encourage you to do that. Use the code MORNINGMAMA. You can get $200 off the Systemize Your Life Academy. Don't miss it. Change my life. I know it'll change yours. Okay. So that's one area is improvement. Okay, the next one is our O, and this is opportunities for connection. So I know for me, again, this is describing a lot about my personality, but this is super motivating for me. I am a person that thrives on deep connection. I love deep conversations. I love that that deep connection you can find when you slow down in a conversation and really listen and really ask really penetrating questions. And so forming deeper connections really motivates me. It's something that is a huge value in my life and I love it so much. Hope you guys can hear me okay. (laughs) Getting over a cold. And as I've been progressing through this episode, my throat has been getting angrier and angrier because I was so excited and now I can barely talk without coughing. So (laughs) hopefully you can still hear me. I'm still excited just can't talk loud or I won't stop coughing. But so even if you are someone that, you know, maybe that's not fully your personality, that depth, and that's not your number one thing, but all of us were created to be in community. We are created to be communal human beings or connected to each other. So I know this is important for all of us. I know for some of you, it might be more draining. I know that's true for my husband, It's not that he doesn't need it. It's not that he even doesn't want it. It is just more draining for him. So that might be true for you too. But we were all made for this. And I think we all know it's an essential part of our motherhood to form these kind of connections, deep connections with our kids. And so whether we're motivated by the excitement and joy that it brings, or whether we're motivated just because we know it's important, either way, this can be a really great way to bring life into your motherhood when you focus on pursuing this kind of deep connection. Now, I know this is going to look different for every age of your kid, you know, and each of them are going to have different limits 
for how long this conversation goes or how deep the conversation goes or what it looks like or or what you're doing while you're having this conversation or it doesn't even have to be a conversation just some kind of deep connection where you're experiencing experiencing each other together you can see the connection in your eyes you can feel it in what you're doing together I know for me, a lot of times this does happen in conversation. And so even with my three-year-old, we have amazing conversations sometimes, not all the time. They're not always as long as I would like them to be, but there are some great conversations and he has such good questions and I love just unpacking things for him and he loves asking more questions and it's just such a fun, rich conversation. And I know as kids get older, that capacity obviously increases. Now I know, you know, certain ages might be less apt to want to go deep and want to share, but don't give up. Keep pursuing that because it is something they need, even if they pretend like they don't, or even if they're kind of pushing you away, don't give up because they do deep down want that and need that. And so they're going to, if you keep consistent and calm and loving, they're going to eventually open up to you at some point. And so it's one of my goals in motherhood is to create that kind of rich connection. And, you know, with my son as an example, because he's the one that can really, you know, really talk a lot more, you know, to figure out what is in his heart, to figure out what he really likes, to figure out what gifts are inside of him and how God created him and what he thinks about things and, and helping him understand the world through the lens of the Bible and through God's word. And it's just so fun. It refreshes me. It excites me. It's the opposite of boredom, the opposite of burnout, that connection, seeking that and making sure I seek that on a regular basis is something that keeps me in that place of contentment in motherhood. And even with my daughter, who's one and a half, you know, trying to find this connection in in different ways, right? Obviously, it's not going to be through conversation, but um, looking for what really lights her up. What does she love? And and trying to enjoy that with her. And I know that we create that kind of connection together when we're doing that that thing with each other. Okay, so that's our O. Our last one, our U, is Y-O-U. So this is where I want to say Make sure if you're feeling burnt out in motherhood or you're feeling bored or for any of you for that matter, make sure you're paying attention to make sure that you are answering God's call in your life. Because I can tell you from experience, this is one of the biggest ways that you can step into that boredom or that burnout phase is because you're not fully answering God's call. You know, you're, you're parenting and you're being present and that's great, but maybe there's something else that God is calling you to and you've been ignoring it or feeling like you're not good enough for it or avoiding it, whatever it is. And that thing is actually what's missing. You're missing a piece of what he has for you. And when we're missing that piece, we are going to feel lacking. We're going to feel burnt out. We're going to feel bored. We're going to have this restlessness to us. And I've shared this with you before if you've if you've heard it but this is what happened to me before right before my daughter came and now I wasn't trying to avoid it I I knew it was coming and I was looking for it and I was excited for it but I felt this restlessness I knew there was something more and I could sense it and feel it I knew it wasn't the right timing but I knew it was on the horizon and it gave me that feeling of kind of not being fully satisfied now you know, we have to choose to be present. We have to choose to be grateful and, and in our circumstances and not always looking for the next thing or not always, you know, comparing or looking outside of what God has for us. But there is something 
that God will sometimes have for you that it might not be the right timing or maybe is the right timing for you. But like I said, you might be ignoring it or pushing it aside. So make sure you pay attention to that. And God's not going to hide it from you. So if you have felt that feeling, pray and ask him and be faithful to read your word and be in community because God will reveal it to you. He's going to be faithful to do that. He doesn't want to hide it from you. It's the mission he has for you to do on earth. So he doesn't want to hide it from you. He wants you to step into the fullness of that. So pay attention to that. Ask God to reveal to you what that might be if you're not sure what it is. If you do know, step in boldly. God has you and it will be worth everything. And one other part of you is just to make sure you're not just being a mom and you're not just cooking and cleaning and taking care of the house and taking care of the kids, that you don't lose yourself in all of this, that you don't just, after the kids go to bed, you don't just cook and, cook and clean and then go to bed. Make sure you have things that you love to do, that you're spending time with friends, that you're spending quality time with your husband, that you're reading books you love and, and getting out of the house away from your kids sometimes to go on adventures with your friends or with your husband or whatever that looks like. But make sure you are also taking care of those needs and desires inside of your heart and you're not neglecting them in this season because you got to keep yourself alive, right? This is what's actually going to help you be more present in your motherhood is, is that you're fulfilling these calls to adventure in your own life. Okay, so there you have it. A-E-I-O-U. I hope that encourages you. I hope you can implement some of these and find a new fresh spark in your motherhood. All right, let me pray for you. God, I thank you for these mamas. I thank you for this gift of motherhood, God, that you've given us. God, I just pray for each mama. You would show them if they're feeling burnt out or bored, you would show them how to reignite that fire or maybe to ignite it for the first time. God, show them how to experience like immense joy and fulfillment inside of motherhood. God, there's always going to be days that we don't feel that and we do feel bored and that's okay. But God, I pray overall they would begin to walk in that abundant life that you have for them. And God, I, I know you're going to be faithful to show them that, how to step into that and how to just thrive in their motherhood. God, we love you and we thank you. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Love you, mama. If you found hope and inspiration in today's episode, then hit subscribe. Make sure you don't miss a moment on this journey of healing. Want to help more mamas enter into the hope and freedom you have found? Please take a moment to leave a review. This helps so much to get Morning Mama seen so that more mamas can find this space. Lastly, please come say hi in our Facebook group, Morning Mama Collective. I would love to meet you and learn your story. Let me know where you're getting stuck in your healing journey so that you can help inspire more episodes. I am so grateful for you, Mama, and I cannot wait to see all that God has in store for you. Mama.